Hello, you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 17, Glue Vine and Saxophones. Enjoy! Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie, Rosie and Jessica's, Jessica's Day, Day of Fun. Fun, episode 17. Hello! Hello! Welcome. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. So, Girl Guiding UK has a Lovely new CEO up. this week. And uh, on the Facebooks, people started posting. The internet has just gone nuts. It just, somebody, people on the internet were posting, welcome, clap, welcome, clap, welcome. <laughs> because for those of you who don't know. Now, it's not a guy thing. It's definitely a brownie thing at best. Like, oh, at worst. Um, and so, so you, well done, well done, well done. Or, welcome. It's awful. Um, but we can't stop doing it. We can't stop doing it. We've managed to train our lot out of it, just about. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, so that was very funny that they thought they'd welcome oh, her. Oh, that's nice. I like that. That is sweet. I didn't see that, but I'm, I'm enjoying that it happened. Yeah. Uh, she called us the ultimate feminists. Yeah. I love that. Um, that's that's the part I thought you were leading into that. That's the part at which the internet just went nuts. <laughs> uh, lots of people saying the thing is I completely believe in equality for women and that we should be on an equal footing. But um, I'm not a feminist. Like, I'm not a I'm not a bra burning harpy. You're like no one ever burnt their bras. It's going to completely debunk. Ah, and if you allow people to define you. As the, if that's the definition you allow a feminist, that's what's going to continue to make. I, I got I spent yeah. this week the whole day just talking um, about yeah furious. I love feminism so much. And uh, did you see the tweet I got? Uh, I tweeted some of my favourite feminists as a thing. Hashtag ultimate feminist. And uh, I tweeted out Josie Long and I got a little Josie Long heart back from Josie Long. Well done. I was so excited. Awesome. Put that in your save hold. I'll put it in the pocket of my bum bag. Jessica, guess where I've been this week twice? Where have you been this week twice, Rosie? Work. Oh. Uh, Only twice? Uh, um, no, six times this week. It's like you. I feel my pain. Um, yeah, it's a real... No, um, I've been to the BFI and I've gone and drunk mulled wine on the South Bank, literally sitting in the same place two days running. That's exciting. It was very nice. So what happened to you accidentally... We'll go back to the BFI in a yeah. minute because I know we can't contain your excitement. <laughs> See how I was... I, you know, I'm not trying to like sway you away from it. Yeah. Uh, did you accidentally discover a Christmas market? Is this what happened? Yeah, well, yes, but that's unrelated to the mulled wine. Oh. Um, well... For those of you who have been to the South Bank near uh, near Waterloo, around the back of the Royal Festival Hall, National Theatre, VFI, to your right. Rosie is demonstrating with her hands where they all are. That's not really... Classic a... radio technique. Yeah. Um, there's often a lovely food market um, and sort of foodie farmer's market. Is right. it next to the old bookstore under the no, bridge? No, no, that's where the Christmas market is. And on Friday, I went to the VFI with my friend Stephen, who will be listening. Hi, Stephen. Hi, Stephen. Um... He does a podcast as well called South London Hardcore. Give it a listen. Um, <laughs> and we went to see Whiskey Galore at the BFI. And then he said, should we go get a coffee? And I said, yes, let's go to this food market. Um, oh, there's wine. We'll have mulled wine. Genius. So we have mulled wine. And then the next day, I went to see Peter Cook, Oddities and Rarities at the BFI. And I was at work. I was working yesterday. Um, and I used the power of social media to say, who wants a drink? And I didn't get crazy people. I got my actual friends. And they said, well, come meet you on the South Bank. And I, we went... Oh, this was the occasion. I found the Christmas market, which is all along the actual South Bank by the old book market. 
and it looks exactly like the places we went to in Belgium last year. So we didn't we don't need to go to Belgium. It's I just wooden was about things. to ask you, was it better or worse than the glue vine that we well, drank? it was different because they had a glue vine stall. We once I'd met my friends, we went back along the bank, but it was four fifty there, and it was three pounds. Ooh, yeah. So we went. So we actually didn't go very far into the Christmas market, which continues along past all the restaurants. Um, and foils and stuff. We went back to the, the food market I've been to because it's only three pounds there. And sat in exactly the same spot, and I found someone's iPhone. Did you do your civic duty? I did. But anyway, uh, whiskey galore is amazing. There's a great uh, cutaway of a man playing a bagpipes. He gets really drunk and starts yelling at his mother. She's she's horrible. He's like, you're not going to treat me like this. I'm a grown man. And she just keeps sending yeah. him to his room. And then she's like, how dare you speak to me with a demon drunk inside you? And then it switches back and he's just suddenly playing the bagpipes <laughs> to annoy Brilliant. her. And there's a bit where they hide some whiskey in a baby's basket. Uh, so that was lovely. And then the Peter Cook was excellent. Well, you went to a Christmas fair. I, I went to a craft fair yesterday. Yeah, where, where was How did this happen? Um, It was just happening locally. And I woke up and our parents said, we're going to a craft fair. I said, all right. Um, so off we went. And it, yeah, it was lovely. It's kind of a pre-Christmas thing, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it was to raise money for the um, for a charity. Very nice. A specific charity? North London Hospice. Okay. Mm. And um, yeah, it was lovely. There was knitting and jewellery and more knitting and some more jewellery. And people had started making Christmas decorations and cards and things, refreshments, the ubiquitous trade craft store. Yeah. Yeah, good. It was very nice. Did you buy anything? I did not. <laughs> nice work raising money for the people. Yeah, brilliant. We also uh, last week. I think the I think your entrance fee and the refreshments went to oh, okay. the charity, and other things went to the storeholder. And last week we went to what you didn't uh, the Christmas bazaar, festive, obviously early November. Yeah, we took the guides to help that, and um, and there were some lovely stalls. And we, we served tea and cake, and then we're doing this we're doing the on same Friday, Friday as well, but we're serving, like, ragu or something. Yeah, I think it's... It's an evening meal. Yeah, it's like a proper sit-down. We had enough trouble with ratatouille. I know. Deep fried beetroot, good lord. I, went, I also went to the cinema this week, not the BFI, yeah. just the local cinema. I saw the Sapphires. With Chris O'Dowd. With Chris O'Dowd. And, I mean, he was in the film. He wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't there with date. Um, and, um, yeah, that was fun. It's about a girl group in the 60s of four Aboriginal women and uh, they go and entertain the troops in Vietnam. Chris O'Dowd plays their shambling manager. I can imagine he would be shambling, yes. yes. I would like to see Bridesmaids. But in a straight, he's quite quite efficient in his shambling manner. Is he Irish, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, he's Irish a lot of the time, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, it kind of, there's not much he can do about that. No. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, good. See it. Fun. Lovely. At Guys This Week, we all dressed up as characters from books. Did you dress up as a character from a book? Yes, I did. What character did you go for? Dorothy Gale, but... And I I did think about this beforehand, because I've got a nice blue stripy dress that looks a bit like gingham, and I wore that with a white thing underneath, and I had braids. Now, in the book, she has silver shoes. Shoes, yes. But in the film, they decided to make them red, because it makes the technicolour. You yep. did the technicolour. And I have both silver and red shoes, sparkly shoes. Did you have one of each? No, I went for red, because it was more recognisable, and I would rather dress as Judy. Yeah, fair enough. Strictly update. Can't really remember last week's episode. No, I realised I should have done some research. We were very efficient last week in written notes. I did. Denise did her um, path a double. Yes. Michael was, to everyone's surprise, not in the final two. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's true. Well, Kim, well I've forgotten Kimberly had got nines last week. Yeah, she scored very And then very she highly. was in the bottom half. Bottom two. 
which means that either everyone hates her or they thought she was so good they didn't need to vote for her. Yes, but ultimately, it's not enough. So what? who should have been in the bottom two were Fern and Michael, and then I thought, well, Michael will go out, which is a shame, because he's really good at ballroom, but is fairly diabolical at Latin. Yeah. Um, although from this week it was implied that he was actually doing much better but because he made a mistake rather than being so out of time as he had done previously right, he just he, got thrown right. and so it would have been Michael and Fern and then Michael would have gone out and that was I was sad and I didn't want that to happen um, but instead it was Fern and Kimberly and obviously Fern of the two should go which is a shame because everyone loves Fern Britain yeah. but she was so sweet and everyone looked so sad that she was going Yes. and Kimberly just looked like oh it was so sad when she was in the bottom two and then they had Natalie's face <laughs> looking the most surprised woman on television <laughs> you've ever seen uh, it was good Danny did her tango with Vincent yeah that was very good wasn't it yes um, was I good. this week they were at Wembley yeah, this week they were at Wembley and um, they completely lost their minds it in terms of the opening. spectacular. <laughs> Darling. Well, spectacle anyway. Spectacle. They're bizarre. I think the best thing I saw on Twitter, somebody described the opening as uh, the opening to the Olympic ceremony if it was sponsored by the Daily Mail. <laughs> um, it was very strange. It was very strange. Um, but very funny. Yeah, I enjoyed myself. Uh, I enjoyed myself a plenty. Well, well, obviously we had Denise's incredible Charleston. Charleston, yes. It was very good. I then went back and watched previous Charlestons I have known and loved on Strictly, and I do think it was my favourite. Um, um, we won. have not seen the results for this, uh, week this week yet, because it's Sunday, so they haven't happened yet. Well, but they I'm, have, but I not the general view public. Richard and Pendleton, but everyone's voting for Pendleton. Yes, everyone loves her because, you know, But I think she wins Richard at risk. Leaderboard, Lewis... Was it the third from bottom? Yes, that's true. They didn't like it yesterday. Um, he needs to up his game. It he was peaked a bit, and then... It was a bit... Yeah. Uh, when it... Obviously, Danny, amazing. Yeah. Michael, great. Yeah. Mickey's was good. Liked that a lot. Didn't understand the sort of sexy prison guard affair. That was... I thought she should have committed more to looking like a prison guard. I did not care for Victoria's dance. Because yeah, I like the Paso Doble. But it wasn't very... Like, bicycle race by... By Queen, it's not very it on, on, It was a bit on the nose, wasn't it? Yeah, and like the weird leaping. Whereas I like a bit of ha 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 ha. Pass a doble. I think Len might be my current favourite television personality. Oh, I think so. Everything he says. Those strictly judges are my favourites this year. Yeah, love Craig, obviously. Darcy, wonderful. Who wants to uh, make a clever spectacle. segue from strictly <laughs> updates to Jessica? What's your song this week? Uh, well, tonight, Matthew, my song is... My song this week is Natalie Cole, This Will Be, open brackets, and everlasting love, close brackets. Is that the end of the parent trap? <laughs> From the end of the parent trap. I mean, it's a song in its own right. She, uh, didn't, you know, she didn't just turn up and think Lohan needs a song. Yeah, it's... Uh, and they danced to it. Lisa and what's his... Yeah. Robin did a dance to it last week. On Strictly. On Strictly, which is not why I picked it, incidentally. <laughs> Top fives! Top fives. Top five TV, TV themes. themes. Tunes. Theme tunes. Tuesday. It's your turn to go first. Thank you. Well, in no particular order, at number one, um, <laughs> Cagney and Lacey, which is the seminal 80s. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Bit on a saxophone. I've got a saxophone. Yeah, so shuffling back to uh, Cagney Lacey. Sorry. Um, yeah, seminal 80s ladies' cop show. Great. I love it. It's just a really jazzy theme tune. Uh, number two, Due South. 
Yeah, I've discussed this a lot in the podcast, so I don't need to explain what the show is. It's about a Canadian Mountie who first goes to the Chicago. Goes to the Chicago. The chi- Chicago. It's the about, Chicago. It's about a Canadian Mountie who <laughs> first goes to Chicago on the, the trail, trail of the killers of his father, and for reasons that don't need exploring at this juncture, remains attached as liaison with Canadian constables. And he's got a deaf wolf. And he has a deaf wolf. Actually, he's he's part wolf. He's part husky. Number three. Maid Marion. Whoa! And her merry men. Yeah. Um, that's a really exciting theme tune for a kids' TV show. And um, it's a great rousing sing-along chorus. A lot of people, in fact, most people, in fact, all my friends know it. If they don't know it, they slightly fall in my estimation. If you start going, why don't you? And then they join in. Yeah. Good times. Another one that you can really sing along to is Ali McBeal. I'm whipping through these today. That's fine. Um, Ali McBeal with the... Um, Inevitable Fonda Shepherd. Oh, that's what a great way to. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. The Inevitable Fonda Shepherd. Uh, can you shepherd a Fonda? I don't know, but you can, you can give it a good, good, jolly good go. <laughs> fifth. Best. Ironically, Albert the Fifth Musketeer. Uh, an amazing. That's a brilliant one for singing. He's sharp, he's cool. He's nobody's fool. No! Well, I was going for the first verse, and then we can go back again. He's sharp, he's cool. He rides in a mule. He's Albert the Fifth Musketeer. Oi! He made a blunderbuss that fires spaghetti bolognese at people. Yes, he did. Whenever there's trouble, he's there at the double with wonder string and stuff. The things that he makes are just what it takes whenever the going gets tough. His name is Albert. Albert? Albert the Fifth Musketeer. He's sharp, he's cool. And he rides in a mule. He's Albert the Fifth Musketeer. Wow. So, Rosie. Yes. <laughs> and can I... He, he... I remembered Albert at the last minute. If he hadn't been on there, I genuinely don't know what we'd have done. <laughs> and um, we'd have had to delete the entire podcast from the history of the internet. We'd have had to break into all of your houses, or 12 of you, uh, <laughs> and delete... I think it smash up your hard drives. So, thank God yeah. we saved you from that. Because if you haven't backed up, well, on your own fault, then you're in here, be it. This is your, uh, your reminder to back up your computers. Public service, isn't it? My top five. Live and kicking. That has no words, but you can still sing along with it. Yeah. Um, do we have to? No. It's a it's it, it's a ball bearing bouncing around to television centre. It is amazing, and it's the start of the weekend. It is. If I ran a club night on a Friday night, I'd start with the live and kicking oh, into my greyhounds. Greyhounds. That's an amazing idea. But it was preceded by um, the New Adventures of Superman, and then in later years, and the cape would drop. Not bad later years, middle years. Sage and Onion would pop up. Sage and Onion were two puppet leprechauns. Oh yeah, if you haven't, I just assume that everyone who listens to the show has had exactly the same upbringing I have. Simply not true. <laughs> well, nobody would have. I've also put Maid Marian and Sesame Street. Yep. Now That's I did brilliant. some last minute changes. I, I. What I often do when I'm doing my top fives, I just say the first five I can think of, <laughs> then do loads of honourable mentions, I have to shuffle everything around, and I'm inevitably not happy with my list. Uh, we need to start, yeah, we should compile a short list. Well, a long list, and then a short list for right. the five. All right, the Booker Prize. Yeah. Um, but I think... I'm a national Sesame... institution. Okay. Sesame Street, I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah, I think you should be. Horrible Histories, which I love. Again, needs no explaining. Can do it all. Can do all the songs. Do you know what? There are so many songs in Horrible Histories. We could probably do a top five Horrible Histories songs. We could. Love it. Sing along. I mean, they did a prom. And then the Chronicles of Narnia from the 80s. It, you, you used to be able to make me cry on cue by playing that. <laughs> like the Rescuers. <laughs> Honourable mentions. 
grandstand. Da, 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 that's that's Cagney and Lacey. Lacey. Yeah. I can't ever sing. Mork and Mindy. Classic. I love Mork and Mindy. Early series, obviously. Yeah. Um, I've written here Doctor Who, Mad Men, and The West Wing. Oh, West Wing, I didn't know. And they're good. They're especially Doctor Who. But they're mainly good because they are the television shows that I sing the credits to. So Mad Men is Mad Men, Mad Men, Mad Men, Mad Men. Like that. Let's all watch Doctor Who. And then the West Wing is like, it's the West Wing. Bradley Walsh. Alison Janney, CJ Craig, Martin Sheen. The West Wing. He's the president. Nice. Yeah? Lovely. Thanks. You're going to edit that out, aren't you? Well, almost certainly. The Muppet Show? Obvs. I like Bewitched. Uh, cheers. Well, it is cheers. nice to go where everybody knows your name. Yeah. Arthur? Yep. The Aardvark. Stupidest looking Aardvark. 80 Days Around the World. It's not a pot of gold. It's like Around the World with Willy Fogg, which is a. I've just found out Spanish version. I assumed it was American or English. Of, um, I possibly knew that. It's a cartoon from the 80s about Willy Fogg, who's a lion, and he's got some cat friends, and they're doing Phileas Fogg's 80 Days Around the World. Uh, also, See also Family Ness. Yeah. And uh, Fiddly Foodle Bim Bamboo. Fiddly Foodle Oodle Bird. We've gotten Family Ness, that's genius. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yes. But the first one, because it, she, the series overall actually had three theme tunes. Oh, no. So every so often they give it a makeover. Ah, no. Actually, I think the theme tunes, she had two, but the sets of credits, there were three. Okay, obviously you but want the one where she's getting dressed up in The one outfits. where she's standing in front of the mirror wearing different outfits. It's like, by the, performed by the friendly Indians. Which is actually the band of the creator of the show, Psych. Excellent. Uh, and finally, Wallace and Gromit. I remembered this. Oh, you wrote W and G. You thought Will and Grace. I thought Will and Grace. What's Will and Grace? That's the piano one. Yeah, that's great because that makes me remember how much I love you, New York in the nineties. Um, yeah, <laughs> which sounds really stupid, but you know. Um, no, I meant Wallace and Gromit uh, because it's great. Uh, I think high on a list of uh, potential ringtones. That and the stripper. That is true. Um, yeah. Which appears in a Wallace and Gromit. Gromit is trying to be a, a, a giant lady rabbit to curse the. To get the curse to get the, the rabbits to follow in the van. <laughs> I have an addition to make to last week's. We've stopped doing additional things, and I keep I know, remembering them. But I remembered it, and I really wanted to add it. No, it that's... wasn't that we stopped doing it. You have to stop. Okay. Uh, I keep forgetting that we have the ability. We can Good. rebuild him. Jessica, your addition, please. Um, Rogue's coat from X Men. The first from, one from the X Men films. It's just it's a really nice cut. It's green. Cool. Green. Yeah. Rosie, what's your song this week? My song is Luck Lucky by Veda Hilly. We listen to a podcast called The Vinyl Cafe on from CBC, Canadian Broadcasting Company. Corporation. Corporation. Damn it. Um, and, uh, and they always have Canadian artists. And usually I'm like, oh, cut to the funny story. But this is a really great track and you can buy it on iTunes and I recommend you do. Needle and fed. Needle and fed. I have finished the jumper. No. <laughs> well, that which I mean... I finally made our mum sew up the <laughs> sleeves. And I haven't weaved in all the ends yet because I want to borrow your crochet weaved. hook. Left. Woven. I need to borrow one of your big crochet hooks. Okay. Um, now, and I, this means that I've finally actually been able to wear it because I've been able to see that the body, bit short, but that's the pattern. I actually made it longer than the pattern. Um, the sleeves are very big. 
at the top. <laughs> and I would say that it looks quite a lot like I've dressed as a Muppet. Because it's brighter. It's the colour of the of the yolk of a cream egg. It's enormous. It's like bird's custard powder. It's fluffy. And it's really bulky around me. I could be packing some serious guns in there. And I put it on and I just look like, you know those Muppets which have the, the two arms in? And, yeah. like the, and like the big round head maybe. It look a bit like that. And it's meant to be like a vintage 50s jumper. And in the picture, it's kind of a nice yellow and it's really big and like bulky but sleek on me. <laughs> it's a sort of jumper I should never wear out of the house. Oh dear. If you see me in it, something's gone terribly wrong. Please put me in a taxi home <laughs> because I've probably wandered out in my slippers. Uh, I also finished my hot water bottle and it's amazing. And it got like 12 likes on Facebook. So, no. Um, and I baked some butterfly cakes for work because I love baking for work. But because we've had decorating in the house, we haven't had full access to a kitchen, which has really been an excuse. So I was like, I'm going to bake some cakes. I did some butterfly cakes. They were pink with um, two different colours of glitter. Um, and they went down very well. I've started re-knitting my snood. I frogged the lot. Snood. Um, and instead of just doing knit, 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 knit all the way around, which is kind of not very interesting to look at and also super boring to do. I like that kind of knitting. But it's really fine yarn and they're fine needles. Oh, no, don't just, you? Just, oh my God. What are you doing instead? So instead, I'm doing knit two, pull one. But I have um, made the number of stitches divisible by three minus one, so that it, when you join it up, it jumps the stitches jump over by one, so that the rib should be on the diagonal when it's finished. So every time you you go back to the beginning, it moves on one. Good lord! I thought of it all by myself. I was quite proud. It seems to be working. We we found a really really nice. Uh, it's a blog, but the lady who runs it has an online shop, and one of the things she sells. Uh, I don't remember what they're called. They're called like cardigan I like chains. Bib pins. Bib pins. And I, yeah, I have or one chain. which was my godmother's when she was a child. And they're really cute and they're, little, they're on little um, crocodile clips. Yeah. And they're little ducklings with a chain. Because what it does is it, if you've not got a cardigan that buttons all the way up and it's not a v-neck cardigan, yeah. it keeps it open and neat. Um, yeah, so you can wear your cardigan open, but it kind of keeps it on your shoulders. And not flappy, because otherwise they get flappy around your clavicles. You don't want flappy clavicles. Um, but she does these, she sells these ones on her shop, and they're white, little white wooden or acrylic clouds. I think they're like polymer clay. Yeah, they're, all right, they're, yeah, so neither of the materials, so they're glass clouds, <laughs> um, uh, adamantium clouds. She does these ones which are little white clouds, and then you pin, they're, they're pins, and you pin them to the top of your cardigan, but the chains are about four, and they're pastel rainbow, so it creates uh, yeah. two clouds and a rainbow, and it's just amazing. So I want to find a pattern for a cardigan that I can't make me look so awful in as I do in my jumper um, that I could wear that with or buy because um, I, I would get it wrong. Let's give it a go. Let's give it a go. Hit to the shops. Yes, please. Jessica, your snack of the day. This week's snack is... What on earth is that? Sorry, I've just <laughs> read what it is. It's yummy. Have you never had it before? Um, no, let's not tell them what it is. <laughs> what is it? Apple and peanut butter. Now, do you... Put the peanut butter on the apple, or do you just end up with both of them in your mouth at the same time? <laughs> like when you have a dairy milk and some ready salted with the salted kettle chips. Obviously, you're alternating this. Yeah, what I have is a spoonful of peanut butter yeah. and an apple. So you put... Yeah, you haven't told me so, how you're eating them. So you eat... Yeah, you have, the, you have the peanut butter like a lollipop. So you eat a bit of the apple, and then you have a little bit of the peanut butter. Is this actually what you do? Yeah. Good. I, th- I, I, mean, I had like a horrible it. image of you smearing, like, sh- cutting up an apple and then carefully buttering each one. <laughs> I think that's less, um, I think offensive. an apple and peanut butter is less offensive than what, ants on a log, which is... No, ants on a log is the best taste ever. 
celery with peanut butter with no. raisins. Oh, no, I didn't put peanut butter in. I have cream cheese. Oh, uh, but with raisins stuck in it. Yeah, the raisins are really good. Right. I can eat it without the raisins, but it's what we always have when I go to my friend Mavis's house. We went to a Halloween party with my friends from secondary school, and we had all the snacks that we used to have when we were at secondary ah, school. So nice. it had been about six years, and I watched them absolutely a log, and I started freaking out. And loads of popcorn, it was just like the old days, except we all looked much more haggard. What have we seen this week? Um, well, I've already shared with our listeners. A baby hedgehog. A baby hedgehog. The uh, Mr. Stephen Fry. Obviously, uh, Baby well, Hedgehog's Stephen cute. Um, second to the Baby Badger. Yeah, I don't know. It's like really tiny. No, you're wrong. It's the size I mean, of Tamagotchi. Haven't... Oh! Okay, no, it's bigger than that. <laughs> oh! I'm just imagining it's like, it's when, is it when they're really fresh and they've no. got really transparent quills? No. And you can see their little mole rat body. No. Does it look like the thing from Kim Possible? <laughs> no, it's really cute. Oh, that's fine then. It's filled um, out a bit. It's not like a baby baby hedgehog. It's like a toddler hedgehog. Um, so that's on the the tweets already. Yeah. So we've also found a video of some sportscasters doing a roundup of the day's football, but it's a half hour show. And consider it's the US. It's, and it's, this is so, American football. So it would have been twenty. Yeah, it's American football, and so it would have been about twenty two minutes. And they get um, about eighteen Princess Bride references in, well done, and they only say inconceivable twice. But it's like loads of ridiculous lines. I'm really glad I've just read the Princess Di- uh, the Princess Bride book, not the Princess Diaries. That's very different. I just read the Princess Bride because I've remembered everything. So that's really funny, um, especially if you've seen Princess Bride. In fact, if you've not seen Princess Bride, it's probably isn't very funny at all. Armstrong the giraffe. So yeah. in Scotland, there's a man. Uh, called Armstrong Bailey, and he has a giraffe costume. That his mum made him. His mother made him. And he dresses up as a giraffe and does nice deeds for people. He gives out vouchers to new mums. He he cleans up on the beach. I, I think I saw him holding a re- like a picture book, maybe, in the park. And the best thing about it is, it's really tall. Like, the giraffe costume is double... It's got a full giraffe height neck. Yeah. Well, not full giraffe height, but it's like several feet off his normal head and he says that he does he gets everywhere by hitchhiking and he doesn't really have a a full-time job so he supports himself in lots of different ways so he gets places by hitchhiking but he can only hitchhike in convertibles (laughs) because he doesn't take the giraffe hat off Um, and he's the best person ever he's a lovely he's a good deed giraffe we need more good deed giraffes or any any creature any any animal from the serengeti yeah or the zoo the have a go hyena it's more. <laughs> that's that's a bit more fun. The vigilante. <laughs> the highway, you know, and the vigilante vulture. That's for the town centre on a Friday night. Yeah. Um, and finally, a things we've seen this week that we are very pleased to be able to finally bring you because it keeps disappearing off. It but was on YouTube for a while, and, uh, and then it wasn't. But Rosie managed to find it via MySpace. I so think. it's from the program Saturday Night Live and House Christian Wig who was in Bridesmaid with Chris O'Dowd. It's all full circle. This is very carefully yeah, scripted. Well done, us. Thank you. Um, and what it is, it's a parody of a 60s variety show called The Lawrence Welk Show, which was real. Um, and it's when Anne Hathaway was the guest. And it's four women in nice dresses singing a sort of, we're sisters, here's a song. Um, and Kristen Wiig is on the end. And she's a bit different from everybody <laughs> else. And uh, I, it has to be we, seen we to be We won't describe it because um, we don't want to spoil it. And also, it can't be described. It can't. Tiny. It's another family of fountains situation. <laughs> so that, please watch that. Hey, if you enjoy Rosie and Jessica's day of fun, why not rate us or comment on our iTunes page? Because 
I'd like to see more ratings and comments on our iTunes page. And tell all your friends. We love ratings and comments on our iTunes page. You didn't get the intonation right. <laughs> Hi. it was annoying and I didn't want to repeat it. What? Well, we, uh, we'll see you in two weeks when we will have news of exciting plans that we have made that you can all join in with. It sounds vaguely threatening. It does. to find out more and to look at our show notes you can visit our website at rosieandjessica.co.uk you can email us at say hello to rosieandjessica at gmail.com or you can follow us on twitter the day of fun show you can listen to our shows on mixcloud or you can download us from itunes see you soon